Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges. We are now in chapter 4, looking at verses 1 through 3 in the New King James Version. And we're going to uh, learn of a new judge. Israel is doing what Israel does, which the uh, introduction to the book of Judges told us. They're going to go through the cycle, the cycle of backsliding, God having to uh, chastise them, asking God for forgiveness, and then God's deliverance. So Israel backslides from God again. They did evil in his sight, forsook his service, and was worshiping idols. But let's listen to his word. It reads, When Ehud was dead, the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord sold them into the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan, who reigned at Hazor. The commander of his army was Sisera, who dwelt in Haroseth, Hagoyim, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, for Jabin had nine hundred chariots of iron, and for twenty years he had harshly oppressed the children of Israel. Again, Judges chapter four, verses one through three, in the New King James Version, and we're reading about the fourth judge named Deborah. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, Judges chapter 4, verses 1 through 3 in the New King James Version. And the cycle begins again. Apostasy, servitude, supplication. Seeing the continual drift to disobedience makes one less and less confident of man, but more and more impressed with the mercy and grace of God. So as Israel has through this cycle, and we're now at the fourth judge, and uh, I don't, I can't remember how many years now. But remember, this, the, the judges reign or rule for 400 years, and we're only on the fourth judge. But anyway, back to the commentaries. Though Israel kept forsaking God, he kept working with them. The land had rested 80 years, which should have confirmed uh, them in their religion. But of course it didn't. On the contrary, it made them more secure and wanton and indulgent of the lust which the worship of false gods would give them and the gratification that came from it, which is really not gratification because you're worshiping something made with your own hands that you can tell, you know, you tell it what you want. 
and it does what you wanted to do. So if you want to decide, okay, I'm going to go do such and such, and I know it's against what I should do as a uh, as a um, Israelite, and I'm gonna do it anyway. But you know, I now have this license because I'm serving these idols, and with idol worship, you know, I can I. I make my own rules, basically. Remember, it says that they did what was what was right in their own eyes. So the things that they knew or had been taught, they've already forgotten. And as I was thinking about that, 80 years is about three generations. Because I know my great-grandmother was in her 90s when she died. So, and I was probably a teenager. And that, you know, there was three generations or four. So you just think about how many generations that is for 80 years. They lived in uh, securely for 80 years without any enemies. And in those 80 years, they kept getting further and further away from the teachings and the training and the, um, you know, the things that they learned. But let me continue to share with the commentaries. And most of this is Matthew Henry. So let me continue. Instead of them um, being stronger in their faith to God, they began to, again, lust after what the uh, worship of false gods, the gratification that came with that. They did evil because Ehud was saying uh, so it may read, Ehud kept a strict eye upon them, restrained and punished everything that looked towards idolatry, and kept them close to God's service. But when he was gone, they revolted, fearing him more than God. Israel was oppressed by their enemies when they forsook, forsook God. And when they forsook God, he forsook them. And, and then... They became an easy prey for every spoiler. They alienated themselves from God as if he were none of theirs. And then God alienated them as if they were none of his because that's how they were living. They were living a life that was contrary to what they knew. Those that throw themselves out of God's service throw themselves out of his protection. And that's something to think about. He sold them into the hand of Jabin. This Jabin reigned in Hazor as another of the same name, and perhaps his ancestor had done before him, whom Joshua uh, routed and slew and burnt his city in Joshua chapter 11. But it seems in, prog in the progress of time, the city was rebuilt the power regained, the lost retrieved, and by degrees the king of Hazor again began to, began to, tyr uh, to uh, tyrannize over Israel, who by sin had lost their advantage against the Canaanites. God used an entirely different oppressor this time in using Jabin and his general Sisera, and they uh, oppressed Israel mightily. The Canaanites that uh, they should have conquered and subdued were now their rulers, and they were the ones who were oppressing them. 
Israel needed to return to their God. So they cried unto God when distress drove them to him and they saw no other relief. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you love us too much to let us go our own way. Thank you that there uh, may be times when we might wish that you would leave us alone. But Father, we thank you that you don't, that you continue dealing with us, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's unprofitable, even when it's uh, painful. Thank you, Father, that you keep us from straying too far away from you by the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you that even in our distress, that we can come to you. And sometimes we wait until we're in distress to seek you, just as the children of Israel did. But Father, we know that you didn't move. You didn't move. You haven't changed your position on sin. You are still the same God you've always been, and we thank you for that. Father, we thank you that you keep a strict eye upon those who love you and who fear you. We thank you for that, Father. Father, uh, again, as we've been praying for the past few, couple of months, going on, I uh, know it's at least three months, we've been p praying for the Ukrainians. We're praying for uh, even the Russians because a lot of them don't want to be in this war. We're praying for other conflicts all over the world, God. And again, all we can do is ask, Father, for your peace to reign. Ask for your um, wisdom, your love to reign, your agape, your uh, agape love, your uh, filios love, brotherly love. And we thank you, Father, for that kind of love that we can share to one another. Bless those who need you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.